0: It's the Bad Advice Show.
1: Good afternoon. Uh, good, good morning. Good night. Still Ramadan, one week down. It turned you to go. And uh, it is the Bad Advice Show. I am Gordon Bakerbone, one of your three hosts. To my left, hailing from Daddy County. Put your hands together for Jerome Russell, everybody.
2: Hey, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening?
1: And to my right, hailing from that lady, County Mel, everybody.
0: Hey, everybody.
1: Hey. Hey. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I'm a little bit tired. I just finished playing uh, football today. Yeah. Ow. I'm an idiot.
0: (laughs) I didn't want to be discouraging, but I did wonder how starting football during Ramadan was going to work out for you.
1: Ah, man, Uh, I've been trying to do my best. Uh, That's my first piece of bad advice. Uh, If you're over the age, uh, well, actually, if you have a desk job and haven't done anything physical in a very long time, I highly suggest going out and just joining any league possible and strenuating your body. I don't know if strenuating is a word, but it feels accurate right now.
2: (laughs) Sounds pretty accurate to me. Just get up after you have been doing nothing and run at full speed.
0: (laughs) Like one of those anime characters.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, you feel like your hands are to the back as you're doing it and you're leading with your forehead. But... (laughs) It it boggles my mind how, uh, how people are able to still... Uh, run after being sitting at a desk all day or all week. Get it Two done. and a
2: half years. Mm. Mm. Ain't nobody really no. done nothing in, um, in the panty. No. Only professionals are out there running. We was just in the house waiting. Yeah. <laughs> we was watching y'all run by with your mask and stuff. Like mm, That's that's dedication.
0: In a mask and everything. I wonder what his rest and heart rate is. Mm.
2: Four.
1: I swear, during the uh, during the lockdown, my blood type was butter um, <laughs> because that's all I did. I just ate and sat on my ass the whole time, and now I'm trying to trying to be active. Oh man, I highly suggest, like, you know what? That's my first piece, of, second piece of bad advice: run full sprint today. Just do it. Just get up, find some. Boom and run full sprint and watch how long it takes you to catch your breath again. (laughs)
0: Yes, I will not be doing that
1: from a
2: dead stop. Put Ted Lasso on pause, put the ice cream down, jump up, and just run.
1: Just watch how long time how long it takes you to catch your breath.
2: For, for me, another whole episode would be a pass before I catch my breath. Yeah,
0: two business days. Two business days.
1: <laughs> Mel said so she did it on Friday. Don't expect it till Tuesday. <laughs> Please,
0: that's it for me and my lungs.
1: Oh man! Oh man! I I, I gave up vaping again. So uh, this feels good to be writing outside, man. It was a little bit frigid because I was playing in Jersey. Uh, I was playing against uh, highly active uh, white dudes that were all of five, six, who had hopes of being football stars, but none of the physical attributes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember those guys. And <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not flag football? Gentleman. Yeah, flag football.
0: Yeah, if you're 5'10 in those leagues, you're basically like their Manute bowl.
1: Man, they double teamed me. I went for a route and I just sent so two people. Away. <laughs> I was like, "This feels oddly racial."
2: <laughs> Get the black guy. He's gonna catch it. Guaranteed touchdown.
1: Oh man, I did pretty well for my first day. Just, but it just ugh, wasn't ready for it. We only, a lot of people are only in uh and I mean this, they're only in fucking shape. And fucking shape means you you're just able to not lose your breath while making love.
2: That's a real thing, because that's only that's only seven to twenty-three minutes of uh <laughs> of passion. And anything <laughs> after that, you're putting your life in danger.
1: Oh man. Yeah. It's, it's it means a lot to be in fucking shape but i just saw uh uh somebody post there's this uh workout dude who was given a tutorial on proper workout uh styles to bring it in the bedroom are there exercises like, you can do yeah like there's a couple of hip flexors you should be able to do because you need a full range of motion uh they they say for like your your hamstrings you should do elephant walks, men and women. That's when you have uh, your both your feet flat on the ground and you try to get your hands on the ground too, and you're very close, like side by side, and you walk like that, stretching your whole body back, arms. Oh, you talking out. about you talking
2: about the fallen chippy front too? <laughs> that's what that exercise is called. Walk with my feet on the ground and my hands flat. Where the fuck am I going? Yeah, you would fall over like a folding chair. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Okay. So what about the hip flexors? Is that where the guys and the girls put the heavy ass weight ball on their waist and they and they thrust up?
1: Some people are doing that, but there's like other like exercises you can do without. Having to add weight to it, like added like when I say weight, I mean not like the weight of a lover, I mean <laughs> I mean like gym weights. But I see a lot of people doing that, and they they really be trying to impress people. They put uh, forty five pounds on their lap and just start flinging it up in the air. I'm like, what are you doing? That is that sexy? Is
2: that sexy? Is that what's hot in the streets? Because I'm looking at that, like that looks dangerous. Look, I'm not putting three plates of forty five in my lap and thrusting up. What
1: about my boys? Oh, Mel. Mel, do you find that type of stuff uh, attractive to see people doing workouts in the gym that look sexual in nature?
0: No. <laughs> That's very quick. But you know, I don't like a whole bunch of nonsense, so... Okay. I'm probably not the best person to ask.
1: Oh, man. Oof. Is, is there a physical attribute that people do Not necessarily. uh, It's not sexy in nature, but you see them doing it, you're like, "Okay." Mm." Oh, you talking
2: about you talking about a mundane event that just happened to be sexy? Yeah, be sexy. You. Um, let me see. Uh, ladies, when they put on their blue light blocking glasses, and they type (laughs) at the uh, type at the laptop with just a little hint hint of cleavage. That is so mundane. <laughs> yeah. Especially if they sitting crisscross applesauce. Yeah. That is
0: wildly specific. <laughs> hey. I'm, I'm not saying, mad. But, but... I'm not. I'm not, you know. That's just uh, way more specific than I expected.
1: That's uh, what I like. Uh I'll, I'll give you one. Uh saying a uh single. Uh, black woman at the bar ordering top shelf and paying her tab by herself, shooing away anyone trying to talk to her. Mm. Mm.
0: <laughs> also, oddly specific. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's the
2: Dorothy Danders right there. That's what that is. Oh yeah. Ooh.
1: Oh. I like to call it. Do you not see my whiskey, nigga? <laughs> Excuse me. It's $200
2: whiskey, nigga. Don't need you around here.
1: Yeah. Mm. Mel, you got anything like that?
0: Like something I like seeing. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, mundane thing, but you see it. I, calculating. No. Calculating.
0: Um. No, I like watching men with arms, like big arms, reaching up for things. I like that. I like
2: like that. a, like a, like a grocery store thing, getting some of the top
0: shelf. Yes. Yes. Ooh. Yes. You like a two-hand reach or a one-hand reach. Get my Quaker old squares, boo. Uh. Uh. Either. Either. I either. Oh,
2: if Mel sees a, uh, a, a robust young man changing the light bulb, that's it for her. That's We're married.
0: We're married.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Well, it's about to be... Uh, it's, has spring sprung yet or is it still technically winter?
2: Okay. I don't know. It's stuck, neutral. it's stuck in neutral or something. I don't know what the fuck is going on.
0: Technically, yeah. my calendar-wise, it's sprung, but... It's having an identity crisis, like all of us. It's good to know that the Earth is on the same bullshit we on.
2: Yo, is it ever? Little little confused because these fifties that we've been getting in the temperatures lately, these don't feel like crisp. These feel like uh, crisp fifties. They they kind of chilly. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
1: real chilly fifties. Like somebody was like, "It's gonna be a nice day today." It was all of fifty one degrees in New Jersey, and I was like, "Nice, my ass." Yeah. (laughs) I don't know what your
2: definition of nice is.
0: We've had some pretty good weather in New Orleans.
2: Oof.
1: Jersey, like, it it literally feels like, uh, you, you know, you tell somebody to throw out, uh, like, the chicken or the meat, and they put it out last minute. That's what this, this is what to feel like. You know, Mama about to come home, and you ain't put out the meat yet.
2: <laughs> it's on the counter, but it's nowhere near finished. That ain't gonna be ready by seven at all. At all.
1: Ugh. you just like cur- spoiling meat. Like being in being in Jersey right now, I'm currently uh, uh, confused by all the black people that are going out and doing at- outdoor activities in this uh, 45 and 30 degree weather. Like, for example, sitting in a Yankee Stadium outdoors in a t shirt in this weather. Watching the game. Watching the game. I I don't understand baseball in this weather. I don't understand why uh white dudes don't know how to chew sunflower seeds the right way. Something it
2: does right. it, it troubles them a little bit. Uh, it's something about the mechanism they're not really getting. They spit mm. on themselves a lot. Yeah. I don't know
0: if I've ever seen a white person chewing sunflower seeds.
1: Oh oh yeah I don't got baseball teams in New Orleans. Um <laughs> yeah. If oh, you they be out
0: there with sunflower hand. seeds. Oh yeah. I mean,
1: it's you know, either energy. It's either dip or or uh, sunflower seeds. You can tell who got dip in their mouth because their teeth look like hell. But sunflower seed spitters, the white ones, they look very awkward with it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's a whole lot of, <laughs> of it.
2: just sunflower seeds all in the beard, all down the front of the, and
1: this is in the stands too. Yep. Ugh. I thought we was going to end up banning sunflower seeds during the lockdown because of COVID, spitting outdoors and whatnot, but they back. Full effect. You can't keep Full a hood effect. snack
0: down.
1: You said you can't keep a good snack down?
2: A hood snack. No, you can't keep a hood snack down. No. Sunflower seeds ain't never going out of business. I don't care. I don't. You know what? Sunflower seeds, the only thing that hadn't been touched by inflation. You can still get a bag for 99 cents. That's been since I was a wee young lad. Some places you could get, too. Yeah. Oh, man. Might, might be the same deal still. How long has that packaging been the same? Oh, since I was a child. So it's
1: obviously forever.
0: Yeah, I since did. I was in high school, at least.
1: That packaging reminded me of the first time my grandmother got mad at me. Because uh, I didn't know how to, like, just chew and open the sunflower seeds as a child. Uh, so I would just suck the salt off the sunflowers and put them back in the bag. Oh. Oh.
0: <laughs> oh. oh, you little shite. No.
1: Yeah, that was the first time she yelled at me.
0: That is nasty. Nasty. I didn't know. I just I just saw what everybody else was
1: doing. I was like, I know I'm supposed to spit, but all right.
2: Because <laughs> I spit them back in the bag. Yeah, well, wh- yeah. I'm surprised she didn't tear your ass up.
0: Oh man, and you know, like once you once they're wet, that's it. You yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. I'm, I'm just thinking about the first time she tried to crack a sunflower seed of sadness. <laughs> well, that's her heart.
2: That's her hard. I would have been so mad at you. You'd have sat
1: outside for the rest of the day. <laughs> but it's raining. <laughs> oh my god. What's the worst thing y'all think y'all did as a kid? Uh, that supplies an adult. Oh,
2: I let the dog come in with me and eat the cake off the platter. When my mom, when my grandma came in, me and the dog were eating chocolate cake straight off the platter.
0: <laughs> well, you were all fours with the dog.
2: <laughs> not all fours. He was just tall enough to reach the, uh, the table, and I had let I let. This is inside. This is, remember, this is not an inside dog yeah this is a goddamn hound that does shit i snuck a man through the window and me and him ate cake i believe i was beat ruthlessly for that
1: <laughs> oh man <laughs> you got a story like that
0: uh, i i th- i used to like to set stuff on fire
2: <laughs> so- <laughs> wait a minute
1: Let I saw sunflower like, seeds. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> seeds. Mel might have uh <laughs> committed arson. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh oh I oh uh, I don't Uh-oh. even know if I should tell this story, but okay. I'm gonna tell it. Maybe I've told it before, but it's a really bad one. Um I did not want to take a nap when I was little. I had to be like four. And so I was in the room with my friend's gerbil, my babysitter's gerbil. And- Where is this going? Not a good place. <laughs> and so basically I played with it to death and I put- Oh. And I was playing dress up with it. Oh And I put no. perfume and powder on it. So, in addition to arson, I gave hints that I may have been a serial killer. Like I was gonna go either way.
1: Well, at least you killed the joker and gave it a proper burial. You dressed it, um, powdered it, powdered
2: it, perfumed. You did the body.
0: Mal, (laughs) Mal created and did the body. And like, just how, like, how horrible was that? How freaked out did everybody have to be though for that to happen? Because like, when you see a little kid killing an animal, you, yeah, don't, yeah. you don't know what that, I mean, I now I guess the difference is my intent was not to kill it. I, I at yeah. no point in time, cause it basically, you know, suffocated. Yeah, that's like so that wasn't things. like a conscious thing for me. I was just, but yeah. It was an accident. It was like a, a mice and men. But yeah, it was. It's probably. I mean, not the best idea to leave a little kid. And I'm saying four, but I might have been as young as three. But it's not the best idea to leave a little kid who has no experience and awareness of animals with animals. But that's also gotta freak you out. Like I knew it wasn't my property. You know, I knew I was supposed to be sleeping. So, hmm. but yeah.
1: See, I like the fact that even then, you knew that there was proper places for animals. I'm only bringing this up because last night at a New York City comedy club in Brooklyn, uh, a white lady just brought in a 150-pound Great Dane to the comedy club and said, can the dog see the comedy club area? What? What? (laughs) (laughs) Told the bouncer, is it okay if the dog saw the stage? and literally it it looked like it literally looked like a lady just walked a horse into a bar and dog's name was Gus and like this is the one thing about white women and dogs they just feel like they can do whatever and just walk wherever and they she walked the dog into the comedy club and someone had to go up to her and go hey you can't have that great dane in here right now and she goes oh really <laughs> i didn't know and then went back out there with this huge dog, Pat Club, huge dog, and just proceeded to be like, "Is it okay if I if I got a drink?" And like they were like, "Yeah, you can have one, but then you got to take you and your dog out of here." Do you understand how much a Great Dane takes up in a small bar in New York City? Yeah, I know how much
2: a Sarom takes up in a um uh, in a bar. It's not a lot of room for the dog to turn around. The dog is almost seven feet tall. Why would you bring Marmaduke into the fucking um, bar? Because it's 11 o'clock
1: at night in Brooklyn and you need more attention. Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Who among us?
1: Oh, man. I don't think black people can get away with stuff like that, just walking into bars with with their pets, especially at night. I'm sorry. At night, I haven't seen anything like that. Does that happen a lot down
0: in New Orleans? No. You ain't bringing <laughs> no fucking dog in a goddamn club in New Orleans. First of all, you not you don't know when you're gonna have to run.
2: Oh, okay, that's true.
0: But secondly, I mean, you might have some bars. There's a <laughs> bar where um, I go to, and people bring their dogs in, but it's kind of a it's kind of that kind of place.
1: By, by that do you mean like a dog
0: bar like it's yeah, yeah it it's a it's a place there. where you can like your you expect to see somebody bring their dog okay and then when you and it was like a dog, small dog he and he was dog. really well behaved
2: yeah Wait, would you say, around i'm just saying you expect to bring a certain kind of dog too
0: yeah. yeah yeah like i've never seen anybody with a dog that is like wilding out okay like
1: I'm, I'm learning new fascinating things about dog owners and uh, like dog people. They have like their own um, society now of dog parks, and that's like the new hangout and get together and meet up spot. Are you guys familiar with this yet? The dog park uh, dating thing. The dating? No, but that's I been haven't... surprising. Oh, yeah.
0: People trying Isn't
1: to find.
2: Yeah. And you fuck people with similar interests, and what else would be more interesting? And both of y'all got a dog. That's a weird way to hook up, though. You go
1: to a dog party, like, "Hey, you want to go on a doggy, a doggy date? Let's let's have a doggy date together," where where you have this idea the two dogs want to play with each other, but you two just want to go in the other room and fuck.
0: I would definitely <laughs> do that to get the holes. I'm not I'm not opposed to it.
1: Not above it.
0: I see the value. <laughs> not
2: above it. Hmm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would, you know, what if you hooked up and y'all hit it off with y'all dogs was like, fuck that dog. <laughs> I hate that dog. I'm,
0: I'm mm-hmm. serious. If, if somebody had a pet that mm-hmm. didn't get along with my cat, we wouldn't work out. I mean, Ain't like no we wouldn't, we wouldn't be able to live together. Oh wow. no I'm not getting rid of my cat. I'm sorry. Hmm.
2: You know what, Gordon? The more we think about this, the more since you brought you brought it up as being a bad idea, but it might just be a great idea because you think about how much people care about cats and dogs, if you mm-hmm. can't get along with them, just like Mel said, you can't stay here. Oh,
1: that's a good point. Huh. So y'all fucking in the other room and y'all hear y'all pets go... Yeah, that's another good question, too. Like, If y'all hear y'all pets fighting while y'all fucking, do y'all stop fucking immediately and go check on the yeah, pets? Yeah,
0: it's really stressful to hear. Pets fight like it's really stressful to hear cats fight, so I would yeah. not be able to keep fucking no. Yeah.
2: Okay, and okay. My and if I have, and I'm you know, and if I'm in there and I hear my dog getting slapped the shit out of by the cat, I gotta I gotta stop.
0: <laughs> I'm glad you know the cat would be absolutely be the aggressor in any cat dog fight situation. Every oh time. God. Every Every time, time, every time, if you look, you'll see a video of the cat smacking the shit out the dog. It's something
1: about a cat smack that is always hilarious to me. Just to see that paw go up and freeze for a second right before it comes down quickly. (laughs)
2: It's it's such a dignified ass slap. Tony Baker. Describes them, uh, Tony Baker is a comic out of LA. He describes yep. them as skibbity paps. And it's the funniest, <laughs> yes. shit. It's the funniest <laughs> shit I've ever heard in my life.
0: That's exactly what they are
1: skibbity paps. Yeah. I watched that cat hit some lady on the head. Lady wasn't even doing that. Just cat just kept tagging her. And I just was like, this is why I can't have no cat.
0: I mean, she. I'd be damned. She, I'd be damned. She hit her because fuck her. Oh, like, man. fuck you is a reason. Well, hmm. cat, hell people yeah. don't know that, but cats do. Well,
1: uh, speaking of saying fuck you to people, I just got to bring this up because I totally forgot about it. And I wanted to get y'all opinion on it. Uh, last night, T.I. did an arena comedy show and got booed off stage in Brooklyn, New York.
0: The power uh, of his balls could yeah. propel a cotton ball into space for this motherfucker to book, not a club, not a coliseum, an arena, an arena?
2: Nowhere near, nowhere near ready to do that yet.
1: Mel, <laughs> no, that was the, the most beautiful uh, artistic way of saying that.
0: <laughs> an arena.
1: Well, he got his ass on up there and Brooklyn and that sold-out arena told him no. <laughs> you are not ready for this type of uh, attention. Yo, just to, oh, man. Do you have to uh, T.I. feels like he's entitled to do whatever, that he can do anything I and that just because that. he does it when he wants to do it means he's great at it or whatever?
0: I was kind of wondering who told him he was funny enough for that. I think that's where I got lost a little bit. You think he's wiping like, kids? Is he? Is he? Is he? Fu- is he funny? Not I'm
1: guessing I'm saying. Saying not, right? Not from what I've seen. But like I'll, again, I've never seen him live. Uh, never spoken with him. Uh, he clearly has a desire to try to do comedy, but uh, it's not for everybody. Mansoor, I've seen many people bomb. And smaller yeah. venues,
0: <laughs> yeah, intimate
1: venues.
0: I don't, venue. I don't yep. do. I have not tried comedy because I'm not really interested in opening myself up to that type of criticism.
1: Mocha, okay. oh, like comedy, now, you'll
0: seen. you'll tell me I suck in my face. No, please just write a nasty tweet about me that I may not ever see. <laughs> no comedy, they tell
2: you right there. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm bitch you blow dick? I don't. I don't. I don't want that kind of truth.
2: I did a show last night, and a lady in an all denim um, outfit. Um, that's important because you have to know the kind of white lady that wears an all denim outfit. She a got
0: dangerous
2: up, one A dangerous one. She got up and asked the comedian, "Why are you performing in a coat? Because he had a coat on on stage, and it bothered her." <laughs> She was like for the next five minutes. She was like, "Take off your coat." Jesus. He sat her down. He, he, he put her he put her back into where she belonged. That, but she was she was just mad. That's not the kind of shit you're gonna get at. Like, a, uh, when you write your book and you write your memoirs, Mel. nobody's gonna
0: stand up at your book signing and say, "Why you got on a coat?" Right. And like by that point in time, I'll be old enough where it's expected of me to dress like a shepherd. It's like in the handbook. Yeah. I can be as weird as I want to be. Hell yeah. This is why I love stand-up comedy because it is outright
1: a jungle. It is a jungle. You don't know what's going to happen. Every night you go in there, you don't know what's going to happen. It could be someone's birthday. It could be somebody in the front row celebrating their divorce. It could be anything going on. It could be an in love couple who decided, hey, I'm going to finger one another right next to the stage. We don't care who sees. Like, I what? feel like that Why? happened
0: at one of the shows. y'all. Oh yeah, that, happened. yeah, I think that it happened, happened at a show I was at. <laughs> that was quite, one of the DC shows, exactly right? Now. I'm not going to say where it happened, but it, 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 it happened.
1: You got to be ready. You got to be on board. T.I. wasn't ready. He's used to people singing along with him he's not used to people going where's the next joke
0: okay but listen tell me if i was right after the show
1: i definitely will (laughs) oh man so do you think rappers are prepared to be comedians no
2: not necessarily not prepared but it's a different audience and there's a different dynamic between me and the audience uh I'm pretty much herding cats and trying to get them to laugh and, and not be dangerous at the same time. And I gotta, I gotta be so interested that you don't want to do your base instinct and tear up the damn show.
0: I mean... Brilliant. The, I, I think would probably happen with him being a talented rapper and probably being able to freestyle, somebody told him, you know, just like you have to think on your feet in a, freesty- in a freestyling, that's the same as telling jokes. And it's not. Yeah. It's not. Comedy, is, comedy is probably one of the most subjective art yeah. entertainment forms.
2: Yeah, and I got to get... I'm sorry? I just been saying, I got to get... you right about it being subjective. I got to get a couple hundred people to agree at the same time that it's acceptable to laugh
0: plus plus on top of that you have to you have to adjust to the room you can have Oof. what you thought you were gonna have and you Amen. can adjust to the room and the thing is how funny they find you can also depend on how much they like you
1: oh yeah because they also can just look, look at you like like that lady that like that dude's coat yeah, so literally. She just went. You know what? I'm not laughing till that coat comes off. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, they could just decide they don't like your fucking face. You could tell some. You could fucking tell Patrice O'Neill's jokes, but they it's not funny coming from you. It's funny coming from Patrice O'Neill.
1: Yeah, they could they could look at like people will look at you and just judge you off rip, and then you got to pull down that judgment, then give them a new judgment, and then give them a whole another plethora of ideas to kind of judge you on and realize, hey. Maybe this person's not so bad. Whew. And Damn. you got seven minutes. Seven minutes to do it. Think about that. <laughs> if I told anybody that's listening to this podcast, walk up to a stranger and make them form a quality opinion about you within seven minutes. Can you do it? <laughs> you
2: have to tell your whole life story from the beginning to right now. Hi, I'm from Rome. I was born on a farm and start from there.
1: I try to say comedy is rocket science, but it damn sure ain't easy as people try to make it sound.
2: <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, what else can we talk about? Okay, we talked about spring not springing. Yeah, baseball is back. Sunflower seeds are still a menace. Mm-hmm. Talked about comedy, and um, oh, um, let's see. Oh, I, did I tell y'all how my son ruined Spider-Man for me? No. Okay, so Cool Breeze, six and a half, into science, love science, hates bugs, but it wants to read about them. So I don't know if he's looking for effective ways to get rid of them or what, but he told me Spider-Man was wrong. I was like, why is Spider-Man wrong? He's like, spiders don't have uh, webs in their arms. He says spider webs come out of their butt. <coughs> and so now... <laughs> So now he said, why doesn't Spider-Man have webs in his butt? And I was like, God damn it.
0: Who cool reasons is all right with me?
2: I like the fact that he knows science. <laughs> yeah, me too. And I hate the fact that it ruined Spider-Man for me because for the rest of the day, all I thought about was Spider-Man shooting webs out of his ass to get different places. I'm like, that would be the worst Spider, the worst superhero ever.
1: He would really, now that I think about it, the way he swings and he kicks his leg up, who's just saying, where they coming out of his butt? <laughs> yeah, but could
2: you imagine you hanging off the side of a building and Spider Man, like, I'll help you? <laughs> oh, no. Jesus. Just grab on. You're like, where is this coming from? Why is it warm? No.
0: Don't ask questions you don't want the answer to.
2: Oh man! I would, I would, I would just drop. I would just drop off the side of the building. soon mm-hmm. as I like realize, when you pull yourself up there and realize, <laughs> you pull yourself up to the edge of the building, and you look up and you look back down, and you look up and look back down again. You're like, "Oh, this is coming out of his butt." Bye. <laughs> Hold
1: on, wait a minute. This might be a good marketing idea. We could sell to Disney, maybe Sony and Marvel. Uh, a Peter Parker butt plug. Hear me out. <laughs>
2: So, Disney is not selling butt plugs.
1: <laughs> He's selling at Comic Cons as novelty gifts.
2: <laughs> Man, Disney protects their Disney protects their image like no other. You think that of all the things that have been made in the sex toys, you wonder why you ain't seen a Mickey Mouse butt plug? Because they will kick your door down,
1: no.
0: and murder you in cold blood. Don't forget that oh. part.
1: Oh, that's true. Oh, You're absolutely right. I don't mean that. We're not going to do that. No Peter Parker butt plugs coming from us.
0: No. All, Whew. all Miss Janet little schooner money going to have to go to burying your ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they will come get you.
2: Oh but man, he, just, he
0: ruined Spider Man for me. It's
2: like, <laughs> he asked me that question, and I, I had I had nothing to come back with. <laughs> I just poured <laughs> popcorn on him. I didn't I didn't know what to do. He ruined the movie. <laughs> Oh, man. Pouring popcorn on a baby. That must be fun. (laughs) It's done in love.
1: Oh, my God. Mel, you got anything you got going on that you want to tell us about or like just topics you want to cover?
0: So the first black okay female mm-hmm. supreme court justice i like it nominated this week yes sir it's such an interesting thing right because like a i think the american carceral justice system is abysmal and i don't want none of that shit you know i mean that's not the system that i that ideal ideologically i would like to see but also recognizing those accomplishments recognizing that she's doing what she thinks she should be doing like this is this is how she wants to battle injustice and and all that good stuff and there's something to be said for seeing somebody realize their goals because this is where she wanted you know where she wanted to be so hats off to her oh yeah
1: Hell yeah, I'm happy to be, uh, you know what? I'm happy to be allowed to see it. And it's, yeah. uh, I think I've seen so many milestones and this is one that I'm actually happy to see. Because the last milestone I saw was the was the pandemic takeoff, so.
0: Right. In <laughs> the meantime, well, you know, and this is in a time where America also has the first Black vice president. Yes. And the first vice, the first Black vice president is a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, all of that matters. All of that is like, you know, dope for them. Yes. Do you think it's interesting how bothered people are that their husbands are white?
1: See, I didn't realize that people are bothered by that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't,
0: realize,
2: I didn't <laughs> realize George Ketanji, uh husband was white.
0: Oh, well, yeah. Her husband is a twin. And that twin is married to Paul Ryan's sister, I think?
2: Ooh. Well, I don't support this twin nonsense. That's what Paul getting <laughs> Not twins.
0: No, I don't. Yeah, Get the fuck twins. out of here with
2: that. Get out of here with that weird, I uh, look like the other person's face shit.
1: <laughs> what are you talking about? You look... All your kids look like they could be twins,
0: but they just Right, different that's ages. the... You do cloning, so... I yeah, don't, that's I don't different, know though. Bothered.
2: <laughs> no, that's different. They all have different birthdays and different stages of development. They have the same person at the same stage of development the same moment of time. That's just weird.
0: I don't know <laughs> if having that many people with the exact same face is less weird.
2: Okay. <laughs> Agree <laughs> to disagree.
1: <laughs> On twins. My my uh, My cousin's uh, are actually uh, paternal twins, All which means that which they, they they don't look alike, uh, which is like pretty freaky because one is light skin, one is dark skin, but they have the same face.
2: Oh, that's same as that face. That's yeah. just, see, see, once again, twins doing weird <laughs> shit.
0: <laughs> that's crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah, they love each other. They still um. They still live together. And so every now and then they they share a bed still. They both got kids.
2: Hmm, see? Twin stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, twins are are they're, they're admittedly a little a little bizarro, but that's okay. We love them. Yeah.
1: I like how awkward they can be sometimes. I don't shouldn't say awkward, how different they can be, how unique their bonds and relationships can be.
2: I mean, you would be, too, if you had a person that looks exactly like you and came out the womb the same time you did, too.
0: <laughs> like, you have never, you do not know life without this motherfucker.
1: That's true. Oh.
0: That's crazy.
1: Hmm. Oof. If y'all had a twin, what weird stuff would y'all try to do?
2: Fight this nigga like the Highlander, Because they can be only one. <laughs>
1: Okay, that's not a bad one. That's not a bad one. Okay. I think uh me and my twin, like we would just have to do uh everything together. I think we might have to date the same person too. You yeah. No, see, that's just yeah. weird. My
0: Gordon, twin and Betty I, there will be lots of hijinks. Yeah. Lots of pranks, lots of hijinks. Like as a single, as a singular person, I don't yeah. like. I don't like hijinks i don't like pranks but i feel like a twin like we would get it we would get each other so there would be there would be pranks and hijinks
2: one of them I just, I'm, I'm definitely seeing male and shell showing up to each other's jobs and being <laughs> qualified for completely different fields like oh absolutely male the engineer shows up to male the doctor's uh job just like i'm gonna you operate feel Can
0: you feel me you feel me
1: yeah, I just think having one spouse with my twin would be pretty dope. Where's our wife? <laughs> make her make her always ride in the back seat, and we just drive. Up.
2: <laughs> See, I don't like Gordon and Jordan already.
0: At all. <laughs>
1: yep. Yep. That would be some dope, dope fun stuff that I would do if I had a twin.
2: <laughs> I, right. fight this nigga. I fight this nigga every time I saw him. I would <laughs> jump on <laughs> his <laughs> ass. Yo, I would jump on his ass uh, daily. Like I don't know if y'all remember the old Peter Sellers, uh, uh, Pink Panther. Yeah, when he had the the assistant. The Asian guy that would jump out and keep him yeah. on his toes at all times. Yeah. <laughs> that would be me. This nigga will open his top drawer in this dress and I'll be in that bitch just swinging.
0: You'd be like Peter Griffin and that <laughs> chicken.
2: Yeah, yeah. On site. On site every time.
0: Did they ever figure out why Peter was fighting that chicken? <laughs> I have no idea. I, so the first episode the chicken gave him an expired coupon oh yeah and it was on from then on yeah. sometimes it be like that sometimes you gotta beat somebody ass
1: oh mm-hmm. well on that note everyone thank you so much for listening to the Bad Advice Show but before we go here's my favorite thing to do let's find out where the Bad Advice crew will be Mel what you got going on this week
0: resist by live every week Sunday at one um we had a rerun this week since title 42 uh rolling that back is back in the discussion we Mm -hmm. reran our asylum 101 episode with one of with a professor from the I believe it was the University of New Mexico so that was dope that was actually my very first episode where I took over as moderator so that'd be a a good one to listen to, if only to learn how much I have grown. Um, and then <laughs> next week we will be back with a fresh episode for you. Mm.
1: Sorone, what you got going on?
2: Uh, I think my next show is, is the 15th with uh Baby DC. And um, I forget where the venue is, but I'll be tweeting out information about that coming up on April 15th. And then I'll be in May. I'll be with Paris. I say uh, at
1: the Arlington Draft House. Nice. And I can be found on uh, the Bad Advice Show's Patreon. That's patreon.com backslash bad advice show where you can get that other thing and bonus episodes for the Bad Advice Show. And also at Baker Bone on Instagram and Twitter. And I got a whole bunch of shows that you guys can look up. If you go on to my Instagram at Baker Bone, click the link in bio. The link tree has all the ticket sales so you can go and purchase tickets to see great shows like uh, Departed Souls, Sell Your Soul comedy show. Also, uh, the show that Sarome did out in Jersey City, a great one called Culture Vultures and a ton of others that I'm doing. So please check it out, y'all. Mm, I got really good at plugging myself now.
0: Wow, <laughs> well, wow. Well, well.
1: Plugging myself. Unlike. Hey, Peter okay. Parker. All right. Okay. <laughs> I said, unlike. I said, unlike. All right, guys. That is the Bad Advice Show. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Peace.